So there was a giant pig that was wandering around in Wisconsin, a northern Wisconsin, not far from the Duluth Superior area. Oh. That people thought was like a a bear. It was that big? It was that big. That's gnarly. So, yeah, they're, they're referred to it online as a giant pig. Uh, the sighting occurred on Monday afternoon around 2 p.m. Um, northwest Wisconsin near the Poplar area. So maybe, okay. what, a 20-minute, half-hour drive from the immediate Twin Ports area. Yeah. Um, so there was a post on the Missing Pets in the Northland page that said that the pig was sighted near Beck's Road and Highway 13. Um, lots of farms in that area. So, I mean, you could imagine that might probably was. Oh, this thing is huge. Yeah, it's, Holy it's a cow. big creature. Uh, some people thought maybe it was a wild feral hog. Oh. Again, at initial glances, some people thought it was a bear because it is huge, and it's also darker in color. Yeah. Um, so I could see how somebody might think it was a bear. You could take that thing for a ride. <sighs> I dare you. Uh, no. <laughs> Soft pass. Yeah, so I was just out for a walk, and uh, <laughs> it's it, this visual is is amazing. Uh, if you want to see pictures of it, it's, it's on our website. The good news, happy news is... Um, I know that there was an attempt to get it home safe. I'm looking to see. It looks like there was an update on this Facebook post that says home. Well, it says in this post, it says, fortunately, the pig's owner found him in his bed the next morning safe and sound. What? I'm confused. What? What do you mean? Did I miss that little detail as like, I was reading the story? The owner's bed or the pig's bed? I'm guessing the pig's bed. Well, you never know these days. That'd be wild. Here you go. Here's your pig. Oh, Wilbur's home. <laughs> in the bed. So again, if you if you've not seen this thing, this pig is uh it's some pig. It is some pig. Check out the picture on the mix mobile app mixwait.com. Man, well, you know, happy ending. That's always good. I saw the movie, babe. I know how it ends. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, that was it was a good ending. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Very nice, very nice. Uh later on this morning we'll talk about uh, there are some golf courses in the Northland that are either open already or are opening soon uh despite the fact that there's still some, some snow on the ground in areas. <laughs> also, uh, allergy sufferers is Ian Coffs over there. I know. Uh it, could this cooler weather be a blessing in disguise? Maybe we'll talk about what some experts are saying about allergies uh for this season coming up here in Mix and Wait. It's 628, currently 29 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 Studios. And I know we're not seeing a lot in the way of like budding plants around the Northland, but yeah. are, are, some people are, are feeling the effects of allergy season already. I'm a little sniffling. So are you someone who deals with allergies? Um, kind of? Yes and no. Okay. I don't know. Is that... Does That's that make possible. sense? I mean, everybody has different triggers. Some are stronger than others. Some have different levels of sensitivity. So there was a story I was reading in the Wall Street Journal reporting that across the country, uh, it's going to be, it's already off to a bad start and it's going to be a bad allergy season for people across the country. I know Bella's already feeling it. Really? Yeah. That's too bad. So uh, basically speaking, and this is true here in the Northland too, there wasn't an extremely cold winter mostly across the country. And so because of that, a lot of the plant life, according to the expert that the Wall Street Journal talked to, all the plant life went, you know what? Okay, let's do this thing. You know, they're hey, diving in. Hey. Um, one thing that makes it a little different around around the immediate Twin Ports area across the Northland is we still have some snow uh, on the ground in some places. Um, not a lot of greening going on yet. However, that doesn't necessarily mean there aren't any any allergy right. things out there. Um, they did speak specifically about the 
uh, Midwest about how apparently some grasses, if, if you have, you know, grass-related allergies, mm-hmm. they're getting pretty bad already across parts of the Midwest. Um, one of the theories, though, is that the colder weather we've been seeing, because we had like three or four days of summertime, and then it got cold again and snowed what? more. Not up here. Uh that that might have kind of held things off a little bit. So I don't know if that's true or not, because I don't really deal with a lot in the way of allergy. I mean, once in a while, if it's really bad, obviously, if you can see the yellow haze in the air, I'm, I'm going to sneeze because yeah. everybody deals with that. But I don't really deal with it a lot, luckily. So yeah, every now and then I'll get like a little uh, little nose drippy. OK, you know? but uh, that's pretty much it. That's not too bad. No. Uh, they, they say it's um, not out of the question in this story that. People that don't normally suffer from allergies at peak allergy times might have some symptoms, especially during a particularly bad season like this season has been or will be depending on where you are in the country. So even if you're someone who doesn't normally deal with it, um, expect to deal with a little bit of symptoms as the season really gets underway. So, yay. Hey, I love that. (laughs) But it makes sense to me that the colder weather might might have held off some of that, but I know that there are some like molds and things that, that are around when the snow melts that could also cause props for people. So, Damn. yeah, dang, just, dang. Can't exca- just can't escape it. No, you can't. <laughs> There's no win. So we just got to wait for full-on summertime after the pollen has calmed down a little are bit. Are we going to have full-on summertime? Uh, in August. Oh, good. That's what it's forecast yeah. for this year. We'll get a month. <laughs> Make sure you enjoy it. Music on the way for you from Lady Gaga. Going to hear from Megan Trainer as well. As uh, remember, your first chance to win today in our uh, thirty grand in your hand giveaway. Woo. Code coming up at eight o'clock this morning here in Mixon Oint. 644, 29 degrees downtown Duluth right now at the Mixon Oint Studios. And I know you're not a golfer, Ian, but I, I am. Other people here. What makes you say that? Express limited. And I know you've wanted to go golfing, but you're just not. Listen, I had a bad experience once where I apparently made grumpy old men more grumpy. <laughs> How did you manage that? By taking too long on the golf course. Well, that'll happen. So, And I may have accidentally hit one on a hole further than the hole that I was on, but it's fine. So you just, like, crushed it? Yeah, but not, not in a good way. <laughs> okay. Was it sideways or just straight really far? Sideways. Okay, yeah, yeah. that yeah, that's not as impressive then. No. I thought you like happy Gilmore did oh, or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> not these bad boys. Oh man. Well, we'll get you out golfing this summer. So uh, I'm excited to get out golfing. Of course, the weather we've had this spring has delayed that quite a bit, but there are actually a couple of golf courses okay. around the Northland that either have opened or will be soon. I was going to ask that because, like, when is, like, the right time for a golf course to open, especially with how the weather's been? As soon as they can is the answer. Ah. And that, that's what courses try to do is basically as soon as the snow is gone and the ground is not too wet, I was going to say, they're ready to go. Like swampy? Yeah, that's uh, depending. Some courses are higher ground. Some mm. courses are lower ground. You know, I'm, just for example, um, so like Namaji, there's a lot of lower ground where yeah. if it rains a lot or in the springtime, it's kind of sloppy. Whereas uh, a golf course like Grandview, where you've been for our, our state, we've done some station events there. There's a lot of higher ground there, so it's a little bit quicker to dry out. Oh, uh, just you. different courses have different things going for them. So if, if you are looking to go golfing, we've actually got an update on... A bunch of the Northland courses around the region. A couple of them of note that if you're looking to get out golfing and do some golfing. Um, so the first one of uh, of note is, um, hold on, 
computers, oh. doing one of those computer Standing things. Standing by. So the, uh, the Hayward Golf Course is one of those that actually is uh, um, doing a little bit of golf activity. That actually, they're planning an opening on Thursday. Now, they do say, they had an update saying, now we know it's supposed to be kind of wet, rainy. That forecast is calling for um, rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But they say, contingent on what happens there, they're planning an opening, both their driving range and golfing for walking only, no carts. Okay. Thursday. That makes sense. Um, so that's one of note. Uh, looking through, I've got an extensive list here. A lot of them are kind of in a similar situation where they're like, well, soon. Um, Grandview actually shared a note saying they're hoping to be open in the next couple of weeks. Nice. Um, so there's a there's one in the immediate Twin Ports area. Um, similarly, Northern Pines uh, over in Iron River said something uh, to the same effect of, you know, hopefully, you know, early May is what they're saying. Um, another one of note, Superior National up at Lucen, beautiful course. Uh, they don't have an opening date yet, but they've actually started taking reservations. Uh, the dates that you can start reserving are after May 20th. Okay. Um, because they, I think they're confident by then they'll be open, but they'll probably, as weather allows, start opening up tea times earlier than that. That makes sense. Um, so those are a couple of them. We've got a, a listing on our website, MobLap, of of almost all of the courses around the Northland, most of them currently are in the soon mode. A lot of them are putting together their season leagues. They're selling their, their season passes. You know, they're doing all the preseason stuff. Um, but there are a couple that do have, and as I mentioned, Hayward's one of them um, that are getting into that phase where they're like, okay, we're going to do this. Um, one other one of note that I forgot about that I want to mention is uh, Black Bear and Minong. They actually opened last Friday. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and they've been, obviously, I'm, I, they didn't say this in their update, but I'm assuming they've been kind of watching the weather and some days are like, well, maybe not today. Because that happens a lot of, of times with courses in the fall too, where they're like, we'll be open Thursday, Friday because it looks nice. And then Saturday, it's going to snow. So we're going to not be open Saturday. You know, there's some of that. Yeah. So um, a couple courses that are already open or opening this week. A lot of other ones with hopes maybe in the next week or two. Um, but we'll be updating actually this list on our website or mobile apps. If you're looking to keep up to speed on when your favorite course is opening, you can follow it on our website or mobile app. I'm itching to get out. I might, I would actually be, if it weren't going to be rainy this weekend, I would actually <laughs> drive down to Minong or Hayward, go golfing. I love that. So, but it looks kind of wet this weekend. So I'll just have to wait a little bit longer, even though I, I love the feeling. I'm sure you, did you play T-ball or baseball in school? I still play t-ball to this day. Okay. But jam. do you remember like early season and it was like 40 degrees and you hit the ball and that you get that ringing feeling. Mm -hmm. It's different with a golf club, but you got to love that. You know, it's 42 degrees. Your hands are cold and you just feel oh, that yeah. vibration off the. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's fun. It's good times. Uh, coming up here later on this morning. Remember another code. We're kicking off another day's worth of uh, 30 grand in your hand giveaway codes. And that first one of the day is coming up here in just over an hour on Mix and Await. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. All right. Well, we're going down to Georgia. All right. Don't worry. No fiddle players. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> I, uh, apparently, so this 55-year-old man was driving with his wife and kid in his truck. Okay. They were driving by a bus where apparently one of the elementary school girls or middle schoolers, it didn't really say, but I'm guessing it's a young, student on the bus, yeah, uh, showed her middle finger oh. at them. 
Well, so what does this 55-year-old man do? He pulls in front of the bus and parks and then gets onto the bus and says he will not leave until he gets the student's name and address. Wow. Yes. Um, I could understand the desire to want to be like, hey, kid. But at the same time, how frightening for the bus driver and all the kids. You're uh, hijack- that's what I was thinking. Hijacking a bus. Yeah. This isn't speed, sir. Ugh. Not a good not, look. Not a good look. But no. he's the one that called police officers. Okay. But he stated, hey, I need help getting my cattle across the road. Not, hey, <laughs> I made this bus stop and I'm trying to get this kid's address. Oh, boy. Yeah, but he uh, disappeared before cops showed up because there was a lot of angry parents. Yeah, I'm going to guess he didn't get the address and name. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, but he did get arrested and charged with disruption or interference with operation of public schools and a bond set at $1,000. Was it worth it, buddy? Probably not. A uh, woman traveling from the good old United States over to Australia was taken into custody after she tried to bring a 24-karat gold-plated handgun Jeez. into the country. She stated it was just her expensive jewelry. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you know Australia rules, but they are very, very particular about gun laws. Okay. And uh, you cannot even bring a gun into the country without um, um, getting getting um, permission first. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so she could face up to ten years in imprisonment. It's gold plated. It's jewelry. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, uh, actually, staying in Australia, hmm. a woman quit her job, offers her coworkers a "sorry for your loss" candle so they can mourn her. So, <laughs> thinks highly of herself. Yes. She was working as a uh, dental assistant and she decided to leave the dental office to pursue a homemaking candle business. So she thought a fun way to say goodbye to her coworkers was to make them all candles and slapped a picture of herself on the candles that said sorry for your loss. Do we know how any of the coworkers reacted? Oh, they loved it. They thought really? it was hilarious. They okay. said they're going to keep this candle forever. And flavors came in orange and chili, fig and melon, you know, the typical Orange and chili? Stuff. Yeah. That, oh. was one, that was one flavor. Orange and chili is one flavor. Interesting. She stated, I'm extra, so I wanted to make a big deal as I left. I've she, never heard a truer statement. <laughs> she also stated her mom thought it was a terrible idea. Well, so there's that. I've never heard a truer statement. Uh, yes. Hopefully, and from the sound of it, if the coworkers loved it, they liked her because I could see like if it's someone that you're either like eh about oh. that you work with or someone that you don't really like, right. that'd be a bold move to be like, sorry for your loss, everyone. And everybody's secretly like, good, get you know, out of here. And, and they turn around on her like, we're sorry for your loss because we're cool and you're leaving us. Aww. That's going to do it for the toolbox. It's 716 on a Wednesday morning. It's 29 degrees right now, downtown Duluth at the Big Swimming Studios. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm excited. Sounds like it. Just kidding. Why, I, are, you, why are you so excited? Because you're talking to me. I just, I just like attention. <laughs> I talk to you all the time. Oh, good. So, Ian, we're getting yes. into, uh, we talked earlier about... Uh, pollen and allergy season, but also we're getting into a season where you might have some run-ins with plants that you probably don't have run-ins with aside from allergies. Right. And you know, with uh, spring is here somewhere, kind of. you know, if you a little look bit for it hard enough to on the day. It. Yeah. And so a lot of people already outdoors, more people are going to get outdoors. And I just feel like there's a lot of 
plants that you should watch out for that you maybe not even realize because a lot of them look friendly. As you said this, the first thing that came to mind was the tree from the Wizard of Oz, like coming up and grabbing you. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. Watch out for those plants. I mean, I, I, I know where you're going, but that's what comes that's to That's actually me. the number one thing on my list here <laughs> in Minnesota. Watch out for the Wizard of Oz tree. They'll get you. They will. <laughs> They'll sneak right up on you. Oh, sorry. Uh, poison hemlock. Oh. So not only is it invasive, it's also very poisonous and super common throughout the state. Okay. Uh, it, it it contains a certain compound that causes neuromuscular blockages, paralysis, and renal failure. None of that sounds good. No, and it can also kill livestock too. Oh. And very similar in the hemlock family is water hemlock, which is actually one of the most deadliest plants in North America. And that's in Minnesota. It sure is. Oh. Yes. It uh, causes violent and painful convulsions and even death. Now, do you have to, like, eat it or just touching it? Um, so different variations. Obviously, if you eat the plant, it's going to do a lot more damage right. than just touching the plant. Right. But there's some of these I was reading, and they're just wild. Uh-huh. And, of course, you know, poison oak. and Yeah. Uh, poison ivy. Uh, there's swamp milkweed, which is one of the rarest varieties of milkweed. However, it's commonly grown in more like wetland habitat. Sure. But the sap in it is toxic to animals and can be very poisonous to dogs and cats who like it smells sweet. So they want to eat it hmm. and then they can end up not doing so hot. Keep your pets out of the swamp is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And there's well, there's a lot of stuff that grows like along fences and in ditches. And it, like I say, it looks like normal like weeds or plants. Right. But it's uh, so. Not is, good stuff. Is though there's in the last few years there's been it's a it's a white flower. Is that on that list? I forget the name of it, but apparently it's it's a very it gives you like a very bad rash. Is it this one? I think that's the one. That's water hemlock, my man. Is that no, no, it's a different one. Okay. It because it's it's oh I can't remember the oh. name of it. Because there's one, it's 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 an invasive species that's been now. popping up the last couple of years. There's some wild, there's some that like even affect you just by like smelling it. Jeez. I know. I'm like, these plants are wild. Literally. Ha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like uh stinging nettle. Okay. You just even if you brush against these bad boys, it can cause a burning sensation. Jeez. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta be careful out there in the wild, my man. I guess. So is it just like Across the state, or some of these in more certain spaces than others in the state. Um, there's, or? there's a lot of them that are more like southern Minnesota, but okay. there's also like a lot up here this region. Well, sure, I mean poison ivy and poison oak; those are common ones, right? Most places, but and um, um, there's I have eleven here, okay. And I put where you can find them. They grow like roadways, yards, meadows, sure. forest. So, uh, by, by the way, in case you didn't know this, I've seen people actually um, not aware of this. Park Point is a poison ivy haven yes. in some places. That's sandy ground. Mm -hmm. And I've seen people that have gotten wandering into the into the plant life and I go, no, don't, don't do oh good luck. <laughs> There's also like some cool looking plants. Like, have you ever heard of the foxglove? Uh yeah. Looks, is that also poisonous? It looks nice. It looks super nice. Yeah. It uh is toxic to both humans and animals, can affect cardiovascular, neurologic, and gastrointestinal systems. Now, is that one of those ones if you smell it or touch it, or do you have to eat that one? You know what? I'm putting it, you on the spot here. Oh, man, it didn't say. Oh. It didn't okay. say. Just just don't go near it, apparently. Well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Enjoy it at a distance. I would, yes.
our, our plant expert, Ian, here this morning. You know, I do what I can. I spent a good <laughs> amount of time last night looking. Yeah, at no, I, there's a there's a lot of uh, interesting information in there. I was just kind of surprised. And that, that foxglove can grow up to five feet tall, by the geez. way. Jeez. Yeah. So it can look you right in the eye before it makes you sick. <laughs> before it gets you. Boy, this is like Jumanji, man. See, it sounds like Holy it. Holy cow. <laughs> so if people want to see what these things look like, Ian, there's a place people can go. Yes, they can check it out at Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. And the foxglove is also toxic in every single part of the plant. Oh, From great. like the root to the stem to don't the touch it. leaves. Yeah, Leave don't it alone. Do it. All right, look, look at a distance. Mm. Good, good to know. Uh, music ahead for you soon from Taylor Swift. Maroon 5 on the way as well as, by the way, another chance to win money. We kick off a new day's worth of $30,000 codes, and that's at 8 o'clock here in Mix 8. 7.37 on a Wednesday morning. It's 31 degrees right now downtown Duluth at the Mix Woody Studios. And if you find yourself waking up in the morning going, why am I so tired? I feel like I had enough sleep last night. There's a health expert that says there might be a reason for that. Are you, are you okay over there? Are I'll figure it. I'm here. I'm here. I got what roped is happening up. Over I, there? Honestly, I have no idea. I didn't get enough sleep, apparently. Oh, and so this actually might apply to you. Oh. Um, so <laughs> there's a health expert that says if you find yourself waking up the next morning, even if you thought you got a decent amount of sleep, yeah. but you're tired, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that might be wrong is um, what what and how you're eating. Oh yeah, well that's that tracks for me. So one hundred percent. There's a there's an old adage, and I don't know if you've heard this before: eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and and dinner like a or supper, depending on what you call it, like a pauper. So in other words, big breakfast, medium lunch, small dinner. Oh, I'm opposite order. I don't eat breakfast. See, and a lot of people are that way, but they say doing that, especially eating a big meal in the evening, or if you eat food later in the evening before you go to bed that actually is going to make for a worse night's sleep. Hey, I was so proud of myself. I was so hungry last night, but I didn't eat because I'm like, oh, it's like 9.30 at night. I don't want to eat anything right now, even though I was starving. Did you have dinner too or, and you were still hungry? or what was I it? told you about what happened at dinner last oh, night. Yeah, you did, didn't I you? told you exactly what happened. You did, yeah. And I was very upset by it, I'm but sorry. it's fine. No, it's okay. It's not your fault. You're still still a little tuned up over what? it, though. What? <laughs> so, so the advice from this health expert is, if you're going to try to like look for ways to improve your overall energy levels and your health, when and how you eat and how much you eat during different times of the day are important. It actually is part of your biology. For most people, I mean, everybody's a little bit different, but for most people, it's important to eat. A, first off, you should be eating breakfast, Ian. I understand that. There's a couple of times I almost <laughs> left you for a few minutes to go get breakfast this morning. And I'm like, how do I want to spend money, though? I know. But they so they say the the your biggest meals of the day should be earlier in the day and you should be eating your smaller which for most people I feel like for Americans the biggest meal of the day tends to be dinner. Like that's when you yes. sit down and go, "All right, let's eat." And you oh, you I'll fill up and then you lounge. Yeah. And they say that combination actually is terrible because most people what they'll do is they'll eat the biggest meal of the day and then they'll sit down and they'll watch TV. Yep. And that combination is a terrible apparently it's an for American you. American tradition. <laughs> and I'll admit I'm I do that I mean not that I sit down and eat like a four course, you know, like a huge meal every night, but like usually my bigger meals of the day are later in the day. And then at the end of the day, I want to relax. I mean, I'll go for a walk sometimes, but apparently that's unhealthy. Huh. Um, yep. And it can actually not only just be unhealthy, but it also will lead to poor sleep as well. So you'll wake up feeling less refreshed the next day. Well, and not only that, but like I feel worse if I get more than six hours of sleep. Like if I get six oh, hours really? of sleep, I'm rock solid. Interesting. Yeah. Well, everyone has different sleep needs.
but they they say you know seven eight is that number you should try to shoot for. Well, this one says seven to nine. Oh well, seven to nine. Um, yeah, I guess I've heard that too. Um, so yeah, the idea being with the food thing is. Um, your blood sugar levels will be higher if you're eating a big meal, especially closer to bedtime. But even if you're just eating a bigger meal later in the day and not doing anything, mm-hmm. you'll see your blood sugar levels go up and then you just don't do anything to counteract that and that'll actually impact your sleep. That makes sense. So the advice is if you're finding yourself waking up going, oh, cripes, even though you think you got a bunch of sleep, cripes. Every, every morning. Day. Yep. Every morning I say, ah, so oh, cripes. You might, <laughs> might want to consider you know, what you're eating and when, Ian. That's true. Uh, some other habits that aren't exactly great either that might lead to some problems are if you're consuming uh, caffeine or energy drinks later in the day. I got called out. Uh-oh. Six hours and you're rock solid? <laughs> okay, Mr. Nap King. Oh. Hey. Gotcha. Naps, na- naps help for a different aspect of my life. They do, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, they say if you're if you're consuming <laughs> energy drinks, caffeine, um, Later in the day, I think the time frame that I've heard is like after two o'clock for people that have like a normal day. If you're working, like if you live like a nightlife, like if you work at night or whatever, obviously that schedule is different. But for people that normally should be going to bed because they, you know, live a daytime lifestyle, um, like two, three o'clock is the latest you should be having caffeine or energy drinks. That's another thing that's wild to me is when I was young, I could drink anything. I'd be fine. Like I could drink coffee at 8 p.m. and still go to sleep at 10. Sure. Like that was fine. And now I can't drink it. Like after 3 p.m. is my thing. If I drink yep. coffee or an energy drink after 3, I am up all night. That's wild. I know. Well, and then, so what's funny is to me is, and this is more of a, like an, like a senior citizen thing, whoa, the people that will have coffee after dinner yeah, and then they'll go to bed and they'll wake up at 4 a.m. That's wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't a stereotype, and I'll admit it. But yeah, there's but been a couple do, of you times. You see that? I'm like, are you, are you drinking coffee right now? Yeah. And yeah. then they're up before me, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. One other thing that they do say, and this ties into what you're saying before, is regular exercise. Trying to find ways to stay active that does play a role in, oh, yeah. you know, just overall health, but also it can help you feel refreshed in the morning, get you better, better night's sleep. So eating and uh, caffeine and energy drinks, and uh, you know. Obviously, getting eat sleep. Caffeine and energy drinks. What you want us to eat? Caffeine eat and them. energy drinks. Freeze right. them and eat them. Done. Throw them in a blender. Ooh, blended caffeine. Sounds like a sounds good to me. to me. I'm down. I thought so. Uh, we're about 20 minutes away from your first of 10 codes today. A chance to win thirty thousand dollars. The spring uh, thirty grand in your hand giveaway is coming up, and uh, so listen for that chance to win some big money with Mixon Eight. 8.14 on a Wednesday morning. It's 33 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 Studios. We're going to be joined momentarily by Animal Allies. They're uh, they're busy with the studio next door. Right How now. dare so, they? In the meantime, this is something that I, I, I don't know. Apparently, this is a tradition. Yes. Um, but it's weird to me, and it's, it's still kind of bizarre nonetheless. So, okay. Uh, there's a business in central Minnesota. They go by the name Sugar Daddies. They're oh, a, I remember that name. An we adult used to have establishment. one up here. We did. Um, so they actually were, they were closed. They went on, on the market. The building went for sale in 2021. Oh, okay. Um, then it came off the market in 2022. And then this, they're, they're, they have an electric billboard between yeah. the building and the highway. They're right on Highway 10, just north of St. Cloud. Okay. So they have a very visible sign, one of those electric signs that you can... But- it's not still like the business isn't still running or it is. Well, so they went off the market and this sign started showing activity again late last fall and winter okay. saying stuff that was suggesting they were going to be reopening. 
Okay. Apparently they are. I I don't know. I I have no idea, but apparently they are because um, not a, you're not a frequent flyer of the business. No, oh, okay. No, <laughs> so, um, the signs started suggesting they were going to be reopening toward the end of last year, and since then, um, there's been some rumblings that they have opened. Obviously, I don't know. I no clue. Can't really find any evidence online of such. However, um, this. Seems like some evidence they're reopened. Uh, so there's a woman who was traveling on Highway 10. Oh, geez. And captured a, a picture of what apparently is a tradition for this business, as long as they were open, of um, uh, welcoming the graduating class of 2023. And now I don't know mm. if that means that they're looking for uh, job applicants or if they're looking for patrons or both. Well. Um Oh, I get you. I yeah. mean, my, my immediate thing was they're looking for workers. Yeah. It could be either. I don't know. the Because the sign reads, now accepting class of 2023. So, Yikes. I mean, that could mean a few things. Either yeah. way, the commentary on this picture, which was shared to a couple different Facebook groups online <laughs> uh, and also has been spotted on Reddit. A lot of people, there were some people that made jokes. Oh, yeah. And like, a lot of people that had commentary like gross, nasty, how unclassy is that stuff like that which i yeah <laughs> hey so. i just like the people saying yeah that's on brand for that city yeah there, there's a lot of people that are like yeah that's very saint cloud which is technically it isn't in saint cloud it's actually in sock rapids north of saint cloud just by a little bit so hey you stay classy i just didn't know this apparently is a thing i i saw there have been people who have commented so we've got the story the picture on our website and our mobile app, and there are people who have commented, oh, yeah, they do that every year. Well, obviously, they didn't do it last year because they weren't open in the spring. Right. But apparently, that's the thing they've made a tradition, which... I don't know. I find it humorous. The, so there's humor in it. I mean, it, it, it works on two levels. Yeah. It, like, it's not illegal. It's not wrong. Right. But it's kind of... It's, it's a little weird. It's a little slimy. Yeah. A little, little cringy to me. A little greaseball-y, yeah. but it's fine. So... Yeah, either way, very interesting. <laughs> you can see it for yourself. It's on our website. It's on our mobile app. This picture of, of the sign. Nothing if you... like that uh, construction billboard that uh, no. I saw last no, year. No, not like that. <laughs> and so if nothing else, I'll say this. This sign, the sign you're referring to, the construction yeah. billboard, um, signs like that, while they might be a little questionable in the eyes of some people, they're memorable. They get people talking. That's that's what marketing is all the about. Point? Yeah, you're, you're getting people's attention and you're getting people talking. Look it worked. That. We're talking about it. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah, classy. All right, we will be checking in shortly with Animal Allies. I think think they're off the phone now with Are them. Are they still on the phone? A lot, lot to say. We'll find out. Goodness. We'll give her a little time and then we'll check in with Animal Allies. Also later on this morning, the twins did something they haven't done for about 20 years now. Hey. And we'll share those details coming up later on this morning on Mix and Wait. 849. It's currently 35 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mixonoid Studios. Good morning to you. And tell me something good. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something good. Yesterday the, the twins won six to two. Hey! And the reason that that's important is because for the first time in a long time, the twins actually won a series against the Yankees for the first Woo! time since 2001. Oh my gosh, taking down the evil empire. <laughs> so that's been something which is funny because over the years, um, there's always been this thing. I mean, they played him in the playoffs, regular season. Whenever we play the Yankees, it seems like there's a, a just a, a foregone conclusion. The Twins are just going to lose. Yeah, you want to hear a fun fact that you might look at me a little differently than you already do? Last time I was at a Twins game, I was wearing a Yankees jersey. Why? 
Because I like Jeter. I'm judging you right now. That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, two home runs. I'm going to just move on from that. Two home runs in the sixth <laughs> inning. Uh, Byron Buxton and Trevor Larnick. Uh, they, they helped the Twins win 6-2, to two, and that also put them uh, in a bit of history for the Twins. Um, it's uh, been many years That's since crazy. they've won a series against the Yankees. 2001 was the last time it happened. And uh, so that's a little bit of celebration material right there. 22 years? Uh, 2001? Yeah. Wow. That's a a big number. That's insane to me. Uh, and, and by the way, in case you're in, it's very early in a long season. Oh, I mean, they play yeah. 162 regular season games. Uh, the Twins are leading the division right now. Hey. So that's that's exciting. Hey. And they're leading by three games. Hey. So, I mean, that's that's for only a matter of uh, almost a month in. I mean, I was, that's good. A lot can still happen. I mean, they, they still have to play May, June, July, August, September. <laughs> but, I mean, well. that's a nice start. So, but it has happened before where they get off to a hot start and then they disappear. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> here's the hope. Because here's the thing that makes me sad. So we yeah. just saw the, the the Timberwolves. They're done for the season now. Wild are on the verge. Uh, they're now in a must-win situation, the Wild are, after losing last night and losing big last night. Now, I know if you're, if you're someone who has been watching the games, um, there's been some questionable um, officiating. Officiate, yep. Uh, and that's been a factor because well, I mean I think two of the goals that the that Dallas scored last night were were power play goals. Yes, so that doesn't help. Well, um, and the Wild is in a much better spot than the T Wolves were. Oh yeah, yeah, but still on the verge of elimination. Kirill has not good. Uh, only the so the team's star has only scored one goal oh. this playoffs stretch so far. Kirill I believe. The thrill, man, what's going on? I don't know, man. They're doing a good job of keeping him. Contained. Caged up. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. They play again, I think, Friday. I don't know. My favorite player to watch this series has been Felino. Yeah. The dude's been on fire. <sighs> yeah, it is Friday. So, looking oh, forward to seeing what oh, happens man. there. Oh, man. Got to win. Got to win. And it's in Minnesota this Friday, It is. Correct? So, yeah. It, it, now, now we get into the, uh, the situation where it's... I think it's a game in Minnesota, and then we go back to Dallas again. The thing that irks me the most is the Wild can beat the Stars. Like, they're more yeah. than capable of winning this series. Well, I just hate that, like, the back's against the wall right now. Yeah, it's not great. So so it's a good thing, regardless of what happens there. You know, we've got the NFL draft happening this week. The Twins are doing well. So there's other things for sports fans to hold on to because, you know, the Wolves are done. The Wild are teetering on the edge right now. So... Something to hold on to. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to get you to a Twins game this summer, not in a Yankees jersey, Ian. All right. We'll see what happens. Oh. I also got a Hank Aaron jersey. Really? If that accounts for anything. Okay. Why nice. are you surprised by that? I don't know. I, I just am, I guess. All right. That's fair. I don't know. Uh, judge me. <laughs> Tomorrow, we're going to play a little game called What's in Ian's Pocket. So make Ooh. sure you're listening in for a chance to win something fun and guess what is indeed in Ian's Pocket. Can't wait. And also, we're going to pose an interesting question on our Facebook page. Uh, look for that. It's related to, uh, it's kind of a um, like a deep thought type of a situation. So uh, when you see that pop up on our Facebook page later on today, we'll look for your thoughts and we'll have that discussion yes. tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I said this to you and you were like, I have an answer, but wait, no, maybe I don't no, have an it's answer. it's crazy because you asked me, I was like, oh, eh. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Hold on. So we'll, we'll share that on Facebook here in a little while. Look for that, too. I don't want to spoil it right now, but when you see it, share your feedback because it, it's an interesting conversation we'll have tomorrow morning. 
Coming up soon, Ian, you're going to be hanging out with a chance to win some money. I sure am. Another chance for thirty grand in your hand. That code word coming up shortly here. Plus, kicking your workday off right with eighty minutes nonstop commercial-free hit music fueled by Quick Trip and my throwback jam of the day. Lots to come soon here on Mixing 